Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Bird Brains, along with my partner, the former beat writer for NJ.com and the Trenton Times, Mark Eckel. I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia Stars tight end, Ken Dunnick. And, Mark, once a week we talk Eagles football. We're going to concentrate a little bit on uh, a win is a win, I guess, and an ugly win against the Giants. But, uh, of course, the Eagles somehow sit atop the NFC least, is how I'm calling it these days. And uh, let's talk a little bit about that. But first, let me mention our sponsor, Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine. If you've been to one of our Legacy Club events, you know what a powerful business network we've created. If you have any interest on attending one of these events as my guest, please call me at 856-912-4007 or ken at jerseymanmagazine.com is the email. Okay, so I sit through a frustrating, uh, i got to be honest with you, I fell asleep in the third quarter <laughs> and I saw the, re, uh, the replay. Luckily, I woke up when they were playing the replay. There were six minutes to go in the fourth quarter. So I saw all the good stuff. I didn't have to sit through, through all the bad stuff. But somehow the Eagles pulled that game out 22-21. to 21. They looked absolutely dreadful on offense against a, a very weak Giants defense. They were down 21-10 to 10 with under six minutes to go. But again, you know, Carson Wentz has shown this ability to, to rally, and he's a competitor, he's a tough guy, and he, and he pulled out uh, another win. Yeah, that's the nice way to say it. Carson Wentz engineered two touchdown drives in the last five minutes to win the game. The reality is the Giants the Giants are barely an NFL team. I mean, <laughs> well, you texted me, you texted me during the game and you said you thought Clemson would beat both teams. Uh, the way they were playing that night, they would. And I never see stuff like that. But I mean, right. my God, that was bad football. I mean, the yeah. Giants. I mean, listen, the Eagles won. They win. Like you said, ugly win. I'd rather have an ugly win than a pretty loss, right? I mean, sure. so, but the, I mean, the Giants lost that game. As much as you want to say the Eagles won it now, I mean, so, sometimes the other team loses the game. The Giants lost the game. If the tight end, and as you can speak for tight ends better than I, mm-hmm. if, he, if he catches the ball, the game's over. Yeah, game is over. Right. And that's the ball you have to lay out for. I mean, yeah. he, he, he stretched his, his arms, hit. hit his fingertips, and, you know, uh, when you have an opportunity to seal a game, you need yeah. to try to make a play like that. And he's um, supposed to be one of their better players. You know what concerns me about the Eagles and Carson Wentz? Well, there's a lot of things that concern me, but Wentz's decision-making continues to baffle me for a guy who's been in the league as long as he has. He throws, in the first half, he throws a ball across his body that should have been picked off that most Pop Warner League quarterbacks would know Wentz, not to uh, throw right. it. Right Now, you can say he's trying to make a play and all that, but that's, that's football 101. You don't do that. And then he throws, a few plays later, he throws the ball up for grabs down the sideline and gets picked off the Eagles squandered so many scoring opportunities in that game and I just you know there's so many things I like about Wentz is he's he's big he's strong he's got a good arm he's tough but you know what Doug Peterson his hair must be falling out at this point right (laughs) well at least he has a good head of hair to start (laughs) with so (laughs) that helps but uh yeah I mean again I don't I hate to criticize a win because it's hard to win in the NFL and well, unless you're playing the Giants or Jets. God, that's what I, I put on Twitter earlier in the week. I said the Giants are beyond awful. And they're not even the worst team to play in that stadium. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's saying something. But, I mean, uh, yeah, Wentz, I, I, you have to give him credit for 
bringing the team back. Because that's, that's not easy to do. But why does he keep putting them in this hole? I mean, you know, for as much credit as he deserves for the, the, the two scoring, the two touchdown drives in the last minutes, well, he deserves a lot of the blame for them falling behind 21-10. To yeah, I, I agree. And when you fall behind a team, again, now you've got to play catch-up. They had 43 pass attempts and only 26 rushes. And you want to try to balance that out at 50-50. But when you keep falling into a behind, home right? game after game, game right? you, have, you have to throw the ball. So it's, um, you know, as Another said, worry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Honestly, what I'm starting to be concerned about, and I think the Eagles should be as well, I think they are, I hope they are, kicker can't miss a 29-yard field goal. Yeah, he's becoming a concern to me. All of a sudden, right now, you give him a pass for missing the you know, forty-seven yard or fifty-one, right, fifty, right. whatever it is. But twenty-nine, no, twenty, 20 yard. Yeah, that's scary. That's, that those are, those have to be automatic. Right. I mean, and it was no weather. It wasn't. A, it wasn't like you know, rainy, windy. It was pretty good weather that night. Good, good snap. Good hold. No, yep. I mean there was no excuse. He he missed it. It was no. It wasn't on anybody but the kicker and. He misses one a week now. And, again, summer 50s and stuff. But still, he was making those last year and the year before. He was, you know, he was pretty automatic. And, and we've seen it. Kickers, all, kickers are like um, re, relief pitchers in, in baseball. They just, when they lose it, they just lose it. And sometimes they get it back, and sometimes they just vanish away. I mean, it's true. Um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, if, if they lost, you know, if, if they lost that game, it a lot of it could have been on, on him missing a 29-yard field goal. Yeah. I know they're concerned. I don't think they're near ready to give up on him. But you have to have things, somebody ready just in case. Yes. Well, you know, yeah, listen, behind the scenes, they're always bringing right. in people that we don't kickers. even hear about, right. kick exactly. kickers especially. So, so um, just to, to wrap up our, our Giants chat, you know, Greg Ward makes a nice catch for a touchdown. He continues to be a solid player. Boston Scott, I I thought made a spectacular catch on yes. that ball to, to win the game. I mean that was a, you know he runs a tight route. The ball is a little bit over his head, and he's able to come up with the ball. And you know he's just you got to love Boston Scott, yeah, right? He really, he, he's he's so tiny, but he gives everything he has. Tight end Richard Rogers. Now, you know we're we're Zach Ertz is out, Goddard is out, but Richard Rogers comes in has six catches for eighty five yards. He's been a good pickup. Uh, by the Eagles, and then you know Travis Fulgham continues to impress. Five catches for 73 yards, making the most of his opportunity. While JJ, the invisible Arcega Whiteside, has one catch for eight yards, and you feel like that's a good game for him. <laughs> and and I'll leave the, I'll leave the Giants on this. You know, don't feel too sorry for Daniel Jones, who uh, breaks away for an 80-yard run and then gets caught by the turf monster there. He's probably going to get a Miller Lite commercial out of it after he retires. <laughs> so, but it was it was kind of a, an embarrassing moment and uh, funny That's to watch. Not, yeah, John, I mean, that, yeah, that was just a – that game's not going to – like, that's the kind of game you – if people aren't watching football, that's a reason not to watch football. That mm-hmm. game, like, like I mean, just and it's on prime time. That made it worse. You know, it's Thursday night, yeah. so the whole the whole country is can watch it. It was bad. So and, and guess no. what? They're back on prime time after that sparkling performance. Uh-huh. They're back on well, prime time again. <laughs> listen, well, it's Dallas week, right? I mean, yeah. Normally, normally, like Dallas week here in Philadelphia, it's a fever pitch. I mean, people are all excited. I don't, I don't get that sense of excitement primarily because, you know, these are two uh, 
underachieving football teams right now. Battle for I, first place. Come on. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's almost hard to believe that we're even saying that. But, you know, as, as you look at the Cowboys, they're fighting the same types of things that the Eagles are fighting as far as injuries are concerned. Of course, everybody knows that Dak Prescott is out for the year with his ankle. Uh, did you see the hit on Andy Dalton? I did not. I wish okay. I had. Or I, I did. I, it was, I, I have to YouTube it or something. John, yeah, take a look at that because John Bostic of the Redskins, uh, Dalton is giving himself up in my opinion, and Bostic comes over and tries to take his head off. And it's hard for me to believe that Bostic didn't get some kind of a suspension for yeah, that play. I, I, don't, I don't even think he got fined. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I didn't see anything. I knew. I knew that he wasn't going to be suspended. He may have gotten fined. I've got to research that. But so, which brings us to their current quarterback, and that's Gardenucci. Yeah. Now I, I know a little bit about this guy. I covered James Madison football while yeah. he was there. He he originally went to Pitt, and yep. for whatever reason, uh, kind of filtered through the system and wound up at James Madison. Who, by the way could beat very many FBS teams. James Madison oh, yeah. is always in the hunt for the FCS championship, and, and, they, and they've got uh, certainly uh, FBS-quality players. But Danucci, you can't take him lightly. He's a smart kid. He's mobile. He's got a good arm. And this is a tough situation to be thrown into. But, you know, just because you're looking at a third-string quarterback doesn't mean this kid can't be a threat. I know firsthand that yeah, he's a pretty good player. And guess what? At this point, I think – I mean, the, the kid has nothing to lose. I mean, he goes, he goes out there, and if he, if he does play well, it's, you know, no one's expecting him to do much. So whatever he does is a kind of a bonus. As a well, it's a tremendous opportunity. And, and remember, yeah. you know, T- Tony Romo got thrown in there. Here's a yep. kid from eastern Illinois – who kind of gets thrust into the spotlight under Parcells. And, and look what happened to, to him in his career. And now, of course, he's uh, at the top of the broadcasting chain. The Dallas also signed Cooper Rush uh, from Central yeah. Michigan as a backup. He, he had been there in the past, and they actually cut Rush earlier this year to keep Danucci. But, um, you, you know, you talk about sending a message in the locker room. Yesterday, Dallas made some moves. They traded Everson Griffin to the Lions. They cut Dontari Poe and Daryl Worley they just released them outright and a lot of times that sends a message to a team when you see your buddies going out the door that's a slap in the face saying hey guys you know I know we're undermanned here a little bit but we got to play some football yeah and it wakes guys up I mean if I mean if you're if you're anybody except you know Ezekiel Elliott or Amari Cooper but if you're one you know if you're a guy on the on that defense especially that that's been so bad you say, whoa! They they just got rid of Poe and Worley, who were starting. Yeah, I'm. I better start playing. You know, I, you know, I could be the next one out the door. I mean, Absolutely. you know, you're, you're talking. Your your livelihood is on the line here now. So yeah, the Cowboys, and I don't mind that. I mean, something needs to be done sometimes when you're underachieving as much as the Cowboys have on defense. The offense has been banged up. Dax hurt. Yeah, uh, that they have offensive line issues just like the Eagles, but their defense intact. I mean, it was the guys they thought were going to, yeah. you know be there and they just been they've been beyond awful so well yeah a little bit of a wake-up call yeah I, I can tell you from a player's standpoint nothing gets your attention faster than 
thinking that you may lose your job. If you talk about the Dallas offensive line, they've been decimated by injuries. Connor Williams is the only starter that's been in there for the long haul. Zach Martin, I believe, is coming back this week. That's going to help Dallas. But Lyle Collins, Tyrone Smith, and Joe Looney, who were expected to be starters, and that has limited their running game. Ezekiel Elliott, who's still quite a talent, is an absolute fumble machine this year, which is kind of his bugaboo uh, a little bit in the past. But uh, I I think that, uh, you know, the the Dallas team is coming in uh, a little bit undermanned. Uh, The Eagles are starting to get healthy. We'll talk uh, about them now. Deshaun Jackson, terrible luck. I mean, did you see the hit? Did you think it was dirty? Yeah. Mm, I, thought, I, I, I thought, mean, I, I don't think it was malicious. It certainly warranted a penalty. Um, yeah. He's know, back. Like, he's back on IR now. You know, with an yeah, ankle, done. and yeah, I, I would think yeah, he's done. Hassan Ridgeway is has a bicep. He's back on IR. Of course, we've mentioned we're we're still missing Ertz and Goddard. Miles Sanders is questionable for the game. Jalen Rager would practice this week. He may play. Yeah, I think you're, he's going to play. You're 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 a big Jason Peters fan, I know, and they're talking about maybe <laughs> playing him at right guard. Um, Jack Driscoll still out. Nathan Gary is is questionable. Kayvon Wallace, a special teams player, should should play this week. So the Eagles are getting some bodies back, but you know what do you think of this matchup, Eagles Cowboys, right now? Who do you think has the edge? Oh, the Eagles have a big edge. Mm-hmm. I, I think. I mean, again, and you know, I I also do Packer stuff. Um, for Packer re, re, report, I got to know these young guys, and they, I think they just get it as a, like an old guy that to help them out. But, um, and I, you know, last week the Packers had like seven starters missing going to Houston, and I posed a question to the young guys that I deal with. I said, "Would you rather have all those guys healthy and Aaron Rodgers out, Aaron Rodgers playing, and all those guys out?" And the obvious, <laughs> and the easy answer is no. We want so yeah. The Eagles have their quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Wentz is healthy. Yes, he has nothing around him, but you still have your quarterback. Dallas doesn't have Dak, and that is that to me. That that's all the difference. And and again, again, to Ben DiNucci, we don't know. We're both kind of rooting for him, I think, a little bit as James Madison fans. But you know, um, yeah, I'd like to see him play well and lose. Sure, right, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) make him forty-one thirty-eight, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, as long as your quarterback is standing up. I remember the guys used to tell me back in the day uh, there was a week where the Eagles were um, back during the, during during the, like the years when they were when they were making the playoffs every year getting to the NFC Championship game. There was a week where they were really banged up. They like six guys weren't going to play, and I, and I remember talking to Troy Vincent on a Friday, and I said, "Man, you guys, it's going to be tough this week." You guys, I forget who the guys that were out. But I mentioned all the guys, and he's like, as "Long as number five's healthy, we have a chance yeah. to win." Yeah, exactly, and they big big deal. And so. they did win, and they won. Hopefully. That game. Hopefully we'll have some good news to report next week. We're out of time, Mark. It always goes too fast. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Bird Brains. Hopefully we'll talk about a victory next week. Take care.